You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode 189 on this Monday morning here in Australia. Hope you've had a great weekend as always, wherever it is around the world that you're listening into this podcast, wherever it is. Hope you had a great day, a great weekend. And for us this Monday morning, it is the first day of school. So any parents listening in, you'll know the bittersweet emotions of the first day back at school after the big summer holidays. And, you know, it's obviously when you when you work from home, it's great to have that bit more peace and quiet in the house. You can focus more, you can get more stuff done. Uh, you know, as much as you try and be productive, obviously you want to also spend time with the kids and make sure you have those great summer holiday memories, enjoy producing activities. Uh, so there is that uh, sweetness of the kids going back to school, obviously this morning. Um, there's also the nerves, the anxiety, that kind of nervous energy. Our daughters switch schools for 11 and 12, finish her last two years at a different school. And so there's a lot of anxiety and nerves to her about being the new girl and she's a bit stressed out this morning jack you know jack's just jack he's just ready to go kick a footy around at school at his mates and do all those sorts of things anyway uh but the daughter yeah it was an interesting morning but here we are doing the podcast today now that we've got all those things done and today i want to talk about financial side of things because as i said you know i always love to talk about you know, but like 80% of our focus on actually building the business, making sure that we've got the skills and the mindset, the scripts, the templates, all the things we need to create an income. But then we do need to focus on money as well. We do need to focus on what to do with that money, how to take care of it, where to put it to work. And at the moment, there's obviously a lot of market waves going on. So I just wanted to but just a more a macro look at things today and just really looking at where the markets are probably heading this year and not that we can control the markets as in the words of Jim Rohn, you know, you can't con- control the wind, the direction of the wind, but you can control the set of your sails. And what does that mean with where things are going? So what we need to remember is at the moment, like especially with recessions, and there's a lot of talk about recessions, obviously, and are we heading into a recession? What's going on? And especially for our American listeners, our American friends in Australia here, you know, it's we're probably not quite mentioning that R word as much as the American media or certainly my <laughs> the, the American media that I see and the American friends that I have and, and the discussions with them. But one of the things we've always got to remember is when people are talking about a recession, it's probably already happened because technically by definition, but you know, the dictionary definition of a recession is, you know, three to six months of constant negative lower lows, you know, and higher highs are when you've got bull markets, the highs are just getting higher and higher and the recession is lows and lows and you get lows in the stock market, you get negative reports, all that kind of stuff. So, the reality is if you've got months and months and months of data and this data doesn't always come out you know tomorrow like it takes a little while so you've probably already in a recession if you're talking about the data suggesting you're in a recession right like but are we looking at the question i want to sort of ask today is are we looking at you know gfc2 like are we looking at a big big crash in the year 2023 and my answer is no i don't think we are 
And the reason I don't think we are is because everyone is talking about a recession at the moment. The mainstream media is overall quite negative. And yes, there are pockets of areas that are still doing all right. There are pockets of areas that are doing very well, like energy, right? There are pockets of things that have bounced back. So cryptos have been down for a while. They're back up, right? There's little pockets of things happening, but overall, you know, interest rates are up, inflation's up, cost of living up. We've talked about those over other podcast episodes, and there's more and more chatter over recessions. And so we look back at the most recent recession, which was the global financial crisis of sort of 07, 08, when it really fell apart and the whole world felt the ripple effect, the reverberations of the GFC happening with the kind of US housing market and stock market and that. But the reason it was so devastating, the reason it was so painful for so many people was everyone got their pants caught with their pants pulled down. The thing was, no one was talking about it. 99% of people weren't talking about it. Only a very small percentage of people were talking about the possibility of a subprime housing market collapse and all those sorts of things. So when, you know, Lehman collapsed, when Bear collapsed, when Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae and all those, all those big, big companies collapsed, it just totally blindsided people. And it was like just getting punched in the face and people were massively financially just punched in the face and they were not expecting it. So that was why it was so devastating because no one saw it coming. What we've got this time, you know, 15 years later when the market's in its next cycle is we've got a situation where more and more are talking about it. And, you know, you look at like market sentiment and I was, you know, doing like, cause I've got a newsletter that does a lot of detailed research and statistics for me and I check it regularly. You know, the, the sentiment in the market is very negative. It's very bearish. You know, the bulls are when things are going up and bears are when things are going down. So the overall market sentimentality is very low. Uh, the overall confidence is very low. The media is quite negative. So when everyone's looking one way, then we're not going to get blindsided, right? Now, is it going to be more a death by a thousand paper cuts? Is it actually going to be the exact opposite? Like, could the exact opposite happen? It is potential when everyone is saying, oh, woe is me. There is potential for great gains, and we'll talk about that. But to me, I think this is going to be a market, a period of time where it is going to just be quite slow, quite boring, quite death by a thousand cuts, where we're going to see companies gradually go down, companies here and there, like every now and then a company will go down. Again, back in the GFC, because it just whacked everyone in the face and it was we were so blindsided by it, companies were like, you know, we need hundreds of millions of dollars tomorrow or we're going to collapse. And companies just literally like, hey, um, don't come back after your lunch break because we're collapsing this afternoon. Whereas this is more gradual. This is more slow. Now, what that means is it's going to be quite boring. It's going to be a time when people need to be very, very, very patient with their money. This is not a time to try and catch a falling knife. This is not a time to try and pick the bottom of the market. This is not a time to try and, you know, trade those little bounce backs and the whipsaws and the dead cat bounces and stuff that can happen in the market while it's going down. There will be tiny little whipsaws. There will be things going up and down. But to me, everyone is watching this car crash slowly unfold. This is not something that's getting people caught unawares now. And so what that means is patience is going to be the greatest virtue that you have. Now, that does, of course, mean I could be wrong and the whole market could be wrong and there could be areas that do explode, right? But 
if you look at the overall market, if you look at you know what the governments are doing, you look at the money supply, all those sorts of things, and you know their clues as to again which way the wind's going. What we need to look at, okay, well, how will people react? Because the best way to take advantage of a situation is to know the emotions that people are in. You know, what are the emotions of people? So people are going to get bored and they're going to sell things that are probably okay value, but they're just bored and they're selling them off. People are going to get frustrated. So there's going to be great deals to be purchased out there. You've just got to also be very patient with them and understand that, you know what, it could take a little while before I see anything happen. But if I'm buying with patience, if I'm buying with long-term mindset, then I can pick up things where people are selling them out of boredom, out of frustration, out of just basically, yeah, just like, you know what, I've held this for six months, it's not doing anything. When they don't have a six-year, a 16, a 60-year mindset of investing, they've got like a six-month mindset, those things are going to be available. The other thing that tends to happen in times of, you know, recessional times when people aren't spending as much money is that companies will stop advertising or they'll decrease their advertising budget, which is the worst thing you should do because, you know, you only advertise when you need to advertise, right? Like when markets are slow, when sales are slow, that's when you should up your marketing. But companies will generally decrease because they're looking to cut costs. So again, if you're looking at things like Google, if you're looking at things like Facebook, things that rely on advertising dollars, they're probably not a great place to sit right now. But if you keep an eye on them, if you keep watching them, there's going to be a time where people start to actually, you know what, like sales are starting to come back up. The economy is starting to get more exciting. I'm going to start putting money back into my advertising and I start putting money back into my business. And if you think Google and Facebook are great companies that will continue to grow and continue to be relevant, then they're probably going to be at nice cheap prices in the next year or two. And all you need to do is just make sure that you're educating yourself, you're keeping an eye on things, you're not getting impatient, you're not getting FOMO, but you are losing this time. This is the best time to start learning, to start watching the markets more, to start looking at different companies. We've got energy prices going up at the moment. You've got advertising companies going down at the moment. You're looking at a shift in where people are spending their money because electricity prices are going up they're decreasing their marketing costs, right? So how can you use that knowledge to look at what stocks are probably going to go up versus stocks that are going to go down? And either stocks that can go up and you can put money in it, or you can hoard cash, you can build up cash to buy into these companies that are going to go down for a little while while people just reduce their marketing budgets. This is a time to show that incredible skill of patience. And again, I talked about that emotion that we need to control of patience. This is going to be a time where people lose money through impatience because I think this is going to be a very boring time in the market. There'll be the odd, you know, FTX, there'll be the odd company collapse. And certainly, unfortunately, in Australia, in Queensland, in the state of Australia that we live, we're seeing every couple of months like a builder going down, a decent sized builder going down just because of construction costs and interest rates and all that kind of stuff but they're not all going down side by side together. Like that was what was happening in the GFC. Everything was collapsing at the same time. This is just, okay, one builder, a couple of months later, another builder, a couple of months later, another builder, right? This is unfortunate, but this is what's happening. It's a slow, long burn process. Can you be patient while this is happening? And can, again, you understand that this is the best time to learn. If you've never 
learn anything about finance, about the stock market or anything like that, now is the very best time to actually watch it all unfold because you will know what to do once things start to turn. You'll be watching this money movement. You'll be watching the markets change. You'll be watching how people spend their dollar and how the emotions of the market, emotions of the person, I should say, control the movement of the market. This is a great time to start learning how to paper trade. This is a great time to put on your phone, you know, start following some stocks and just watching them on your phone and just start looking at the graphs and just starting to get an understanding of how markets move. If you've never invested money before, now is probably not the time to start. You know, again, I would never give financial advice, but personally, I would not start right now because, you know, there's going to, again, there's going to be a long, flat time of nothing really doing anything. But this is a time you certainly educate yourself. You start looking for money movements. Don't go chasing those quick little fixes because they're going to be so fickle. They're going to be so short term. The longer term will be a war of attrition, a war of patience, a war of control, emotional control. Okay. And if you can do that, you can be incredibly wealthy, incredibly successful because this is the time that really wealthy people separate themselves from the pack because this is a time when they're preparing. You know, luck is opportunity meeting preparation. So these people are preparing, they're waiting for that opportunity, they're educating themselves, they're building a stockpile. And then once that opportunity presents, they're prepared and everyone's going to tell them that they're really lucky. Really, they just prepared while everyone else got bored or impatient. Now, from a business point of view, from your network marketing business point of view, yeah, look, you're probably going to find that it's a time when people are going to get a bit bored, a bit frustrated again. But it's definitely going to be a time when people are looking for alternate options. Because again, unfortunately, when recessions happen, there is a rise in unemployment. And that means people are looking for ways to build incomes. They're looking for ways to protect themselves. They're looking for ways to get themselves back up on their feet. And if you can be there to show them your system, don't show them your opportunity because people don't want opportunities as much in business. They want systems. They want roadmaps. There are a million opportunities. I get texted every day about, would you like to like send your CV to this WhatsApp number? We've got an opportunity for you. People don't want opportunities. They want roadmaps. Let me show you how to make $500 a week. And if you can do that, again, you'll be incredibly, incredibly, incredibly successful. So I could be wrong. Who knows? This is just my understanding of the market. This is my prediction of the market. Again, I think we're in for a very slow somewhat boring unfolding of time. And this is where patience is going to be an absolute virtue. And if you can be patient, you can be preparing, you can be educating yourself, you can be doing all those right things, you will have incredible, incredible success. I'm, you know, and again, that's always the opportunity. We can't control the wind, but we do have the opportunity to set our sails. Now, super quickly, I just want to recognize our subscriber of the week, uh, so Abby Air is our subscriber of the week this week. She did, again, a post up on her story. She was multitasking. She's walking the dog and doing her exercise and listening uh, to me and learning, which was uh, very, very lovely of you, Abby. Thank you. I'm going to spin this wheel. Oh, uh, book. Okay, I'm going to sign, send you a signed copy of one of my books or another one that I did author with a few other people. Just send me a message, Abby. Let me know which of the books you do or don't have, which one you'd like, and I'll send you a posted hard copy directly to you. I think you're in New Zealand, I think, as well, Abby, aren't you? So 
Everyone, thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you got value out of today's episode. As always, good to just have that little macro look at things and really understand the whole market movements. And then uh, on Thursday and Thursday's podcast, again, we'll get straight back into the sort of micro stuff of how we can build our own business, how we can build our own protective mechanisms around us, build our own safety nets so that we create our own economy, essentially. Because once you create your own economy... You are very well protected from the market wins. Not 100%, obviously. We can never be 100%, but very, very well protected. Have a great week, guys, and I'll catch you all for another episode soon. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.